0: Uh, You guys have inspired me. I think the ultimate villain that is going to really surprise everyone is a a sober Johnny Depp, I think. (laughs) Open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're about to get a taste.
1: I cannot believe we've gone 12 episodes without me being able to talk about Final Fantasy. Well,
2: I know the doll is bad,
3: so I got to think the Dusty Balloon is less bad.
4: I mean, if all life everywhere ends... What have I lost? (laughs) Facial hair as a theme is not something I
2: ever would have chosen.
1: (laughs) So yeah, that's the one that Rock is just sweaty the whole time.
3: He's (laughs) got that good, good pointy Jafar
1: beard. (laughs) I've got three pages of AMA citations. Welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to argue over the important things like comics, video games... And whether or not Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is the proper anime adaptation of the original manga, it absolutely for sure is. No one can say otherwise.
2: I don't even know what that is to have an argument I with know, you. <laughs> I know, bud. I
1: know, I know, bud. You might be asking yourself, why are we talking about anime? Well, boys, the wait is finally over. In just a few short weeks, Kingdom Hearts 3 will be here. And with it, more spiky hair, more melodrama, and more zippers than any one man can dream. For the four of you out there and, and Matt, who do not know what Kingdom Hearts is, it is the inexplicable mashup of Disney franchises
2: and Final Fantasy characters. And zippers. And so <laughs> so yeah, I, I didn't realize until you wrote that so that this is, zippers. it's like literally the international game of trip pants.
0: It's,
3: it's, like, it's like if, if Jinko jeans made full outfits. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. I haven't heard the term trip pants in a while.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we're going to talk about Kingdom Hearts, and uh, and to celebrate the upcoming release of Kingdom Hearts 3, I've asked the guys to prepare some Frankenstein's creations of their own. Um, So we'll get into that, but first let me introduce today's panel. We've got Matt, Heart of the Cards Cole. Uh, We've got Kyle, Shadow Clone Jutsu Harper. And Todd, known me, Senpai Thomas. Now those are the usual players. But what's way more exciting than these uh, fools is we have a special guest joining us today. It's Alex Clark.
0: That's right, Alex Trip Pants Clark here, <laughs> ready to <laughs> debate.
1: Alex Trip Pants Clark is so excited about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Alex. So Alex
1: is joining us. He's a comedian and YouTuber. Uh, he writes, animates, provides voices for his cartoons. This stuff's really great. It's all on YouTube at, uh, is it, what is it again? YouTube.com slash it's Alex Kleck. Awesome. And uh, you're coming to Columbus.
0: Right? I am. I got, uh, we're doing 21 cities across the US and Canada with a stand up tour. It's going to be awesome. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Uh, so when are you going to be in Columbus? Uh, we're going to, that is a great question. Let me look. That <laughs> <laughs> I, should have been ready I was to too search. busy figuring out my kingdom hearts universe. So <laughs> this, this, this is where the sausage is made guys. <laughs> uh, if you are listening right now and waiting for my answer, you could just go to it's dot and find the answer for yourself. But it looks like, Oh, it's my birthday. I'm going to be in Columbus on my birthday.
1: Oh, hey! wow. You need to
3: tell people what that date is, because not everyone knows what <laughs> No, just, just is. the
1: people that know what my
0: birthday is. <laughs> All right, so
1: we're going to leave it at there. If you know, those of you who know <laughs> Alex Sparks'
0: birthday, come on <laughs> down February. and check him out. <laughs> it's uh February. Isn't Columbus the city with really good, there's like a pizza slice truck? You came so
3: close to saying the date, and yes, it's Mikey's Late Night Slice.
0: Yes, Mikey's Late Night Slice. You're still not answering the question. If you go to Mikey's Late Night Slice on my birthday, I will be there. You know what? Just
1: show up to Mikey's Late Night Slice. Just start screaming Alex Clark. (laughs) He will appear.
0: I will tell you what time and the date the show is at Mikey's Late Night Slice. If you're there, the date of the show February first. Uh, I'll see you guys there. February first. All right, check it out. It's alexclark.com. Thanks for having me. This is gonna be. This is gonna be fun.
3: The joke. Ed, actually, we we've lied to you. We're only gonna talk about pants today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that you fully embrace this
0: i'm ready i got you, you want to talk corduroy denim <laughs> jean pre-ripped not ripped faded and acid washed keep, keep going no you're <laughs> on your own keep going and we got to leave time for if you guys go commando or not these Ooh. are the things well that's, maybe that's, well, the, maybe that's Andrew's super se- secret bonus yeah i was gonna say your guest andrew's
4: super secret question so yeah. <laughs> that's ruined
1: <laughs> uh hey alex so what is your uh background with the kingdom hearts franchise are you uh super familiar
0: I, I would say I'm 50 percent familiar, but I've not played it in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a it's a great game. I played it as a, a kid, but not a lot. And uh, I know the internet's on fire about it, so I'm yeah. in, I'm pumped to hear what these what these mashups. Well, they've been waiting like yeah. a decade for this oh, game yeah. to come out. So yeah. I know
3: more than that. Kingdom Hearts Two was on PS2, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah. it was about 20 years ago. So yeah. now you've got a situation where a bunch of 30 somethings
0: are freaking out about. <laughs> Mickey Mouse clashing swords <laughs> yeah. with
1: freaking Cloud Stray.
0: I imagine some of them are pissed off that the sword isn't the right shape or something like that. Oh, it's never
1: the right shape, my friend. you got to stop that.
0: You're going to alienate our crowd here, Alex.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. So, Alex, uh, the way this is going to go is we do, like, three prompts. So for the first one, we'll just introduce your mashup, and then we'll kind of put your mashup in different situations, and then we'll, we'll conclude with the super secret bonus question. Um, and then we'll, we'll, end the, we'll end today by determining a winner. Great. So, boys, the thing that makes a new Kingdom Hearts game so exciting is the prospect of walking... And remember, this is a bunch of 30-somethings talking about this. I just want to
0: <laughs> couch that in the back of your all's mind. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanna, I just want to put out there, I'm a young 30-something.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> Well, Fair Matt enough. was Matt was only born in, what, 2008, right? You so know, he's... I don't appreciate <laughs> oh, <true>. these jokes.
1: <laughs> that's true. Matt, you were probably were watching, like, House of Mouse when Kingdom Hearts came out.
2: I remember the Mickey Mouse Club. Thank you very much. The new Mickey Mouse Club. Get I don't want to talk about <laughs> yeah. who was in it when I watched it. Was Britney Spears in it? Was it that? I think it was later than that. that. I, I think it was, was, like, Selena Gomez. It's
0: like Justin Timberlake. Oh. All, All right, right, right let's Justin go on Bieber. with the
2: first question. Enough of this, please. <laughs> Thank you. He actually just turned it off.
0: Do you know what zipper pants I
2: do. I have kind of a disgraceful amount of them in a closet somewhere in middle school, I'm sure.
3: Can we? I want to talk about anything other than zipper pants. Well, you're in the wrong
2: podcast
1: today, Todd. Matt, a disgraceful amount of zipper pants, Cool. Please don't. Please don't. All right. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, what makes Kingdom Hearts so exciting is the idea, the prospect of being able to walk around these familiar Disney worlds with a big old anime sword and spiky hair. Uh, more than shit seven eight games later uh (laughs) it is this is an easy way to print money we've we've seen that very very clearly so we're gonna build our own copycat game so what i want for each of you to do is to pitch me a new franchise that we can mash together uh with a with an existing disney property and let's let's remove marvel and star wars for now because that makes it too complicated give me one your game's main protagonist and then two they're supporting cast of party members. So who is their Sora and their Donald and Goofy?
2: All right. So it was another sleepy afternoon in Radiator Springs when the asteroid crashed into Mater's <laughs> junkyard. That's right, folks. We're talking about cars today because that was one of the last Disney movies that I was super into. And when because he was eight. I stopped. <laughs> Stop.
4: <laughs> it's really because, he. I mean, we've all seen the giant poster of Larry the Cable Guy on your wall, Matt. We, it's fine. Big
3: exactly. I, Matt's, Matt's one sentence in, and all I can think about is Mater, a.k.a. Larry the Cable Guy, wielding a giant-ass sword and fighting Decepticons. You're damn continue. right he
2: does. We get back to that. So, when Mater stumbles into the remains of his garage, he finds the Allspark, life source for all creatures of Cybertron. After kicking the AllSpark, as Mater would with a tire, I guess, Mater begins to levitate and change as his eyes glow a bright blue. In an epic Michael Bay-esque cutscene, we see our goofy tow truck stand on two legs, reach his arms up in a massive stretch, scratch his exposed belly button, and crack open a can (laughs) of oil like it was a can of light beer. (laughs) Mater has become an Autobot who strangely resembles Larry the Cable Guy And now he, Lightning McQueen, Bumblebee, and Sally must protect the AllSpark from the Decepticons and return it to the planet of Cybertron.
1: I don't know why, but that was so... I just feel sticky. Like, that was a very...
3: (laughs) (laughs) So you sit here and you want to critique what Matt just said, but you're like, no, that is a Transformers movie. That's a Michael Bay Transformers uh, movie.
2: Yeah, 100%, if Larry the Cable Guy voiced Optimus Prime... This is this is what I built for you today. I, yeah, I don't
1: think
0: I would bat an eye to be fair. <laughs> I live in LA. I actually auditioned for this movie yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the part. They said I wasn't good enough. Oh, damn. Uh, drink more light beer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they said I wasn't sticky enough. I <laughs> yeah, find a nickel. You didn't have that sheen that like uh, that 3-day yeah. old sweat sheen on you. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right, Carol, all right. Um, so
4: what do you got? Um, so today I'm I'm presenting you guys with Assassin's Creed: Rise of the Black Pearl. Um, so we are going to return to the world explored in um, Assassin's Creed: Black Flag and join back up with Ed- Edward Kenway, and uh, he is going to team up with Captain Jack Sparrow and uh, his first mate Barbosa. And they are going to try. It's going to be the the prequel to the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And they are going to find the Black Pearl. They're gonna they they're gonna team up for for different reasons, but um, that with the same goal finding finding the Black Pearl and that that treasure that makes you immortal. They're gonna have to follow followed the mumbly clues given to you by a drunken Johnny Depp playing <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow again. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna run into some great. Um, myths and legends and um, do some cool assassin stuff as well as bring back that um sail the high seas gameplay everyone loved from black flag i what i love a... you first and then me okay Go. yeah no so i just <laughs> there is something very important to me about the image
2: of michael fassbender and johnny depp being in this movie together and oh michael, yeah michael fassbender as the assassin hmm. and johnny depp as the same person Johnny Depp has been since the first pirates of the caribbean movie came out because he's I, never you been in movie other than...
4: this is a video game don't forget what we're doing here well but, I'm, uh, I'm aware well, but, but like still. i'm looking i'm looking at future <laughs> franchises
2: and how disastrous oh, this these is these are all be. becoming oh, movies we're, the lines we're, are certainly
4: blared. we're making all the money with this uh with this new franchise we've concocted um we've got movie deals lined up already it's it's going to be big guys you well have no and, and idea. so
3: that's that's my thought too when you said that johnny depp you know voicing his Character like Johnny Depp Is gonna say yes to this oh yeah Because Johnny Depp's <laughs> not saying no to anything Like other than the crimes of Grindelwald What else has he had on the docket other Than you know uh than Pirates of the Caribbean Mordecai 2 Um what did
4: exactly. that happen No it didn't but But just wait Wait till Johnny Depp needs another yacht and And we'll see it <laughs> oh, <far less. laughs>
1: Isn't he like Super broke I've heard I keep hearing that
4: he is not responsible with his money. Um, <laughs> no, something. S- there was a news story a few. He
0: doesn't. He doesn't need to be. No. He's uh, Printing money with these pirates. <laughs> there was yeah. a, there was a
4: news story a few years ago about how he spent like fifty grand on booze in one year or something obscene really? like that. Yeah.
2: That's miraculous. Yeah,
4: he. He doesn't he also gets all his lines fed to him on set like he wears an earpiece and gets all his lines fed to oh. him because he um, is either.
0: He, no wonder he only plays characters that could be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: he's 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 what's my line. He goes, he goes real method for uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Jesus. Yeah.
1: Wow. All right. Interesting. Um, cool. Todd, what do you got for us? Yeah, sure.
3: So, I have chosen to forcefully merge the worlds of The Nightmare Before Christmas and the Silent Hill series. So, my mashup follows... Just to make
0: it more Christmassy. Yeah, oh yeah. It's,
3: oh yeah. it's going to be real good. Um, so... My mashup follows construction worker Buck Pendleton, who oh, um, you might as, well. So you might as well just call him Joe Everyman because he's a blue collar construction <laughs> supervisor um, who's driving his son Bo to visit relatives in Maine and to see the fall leaves. So upon passing Silent Hill, Maine city limits, like every other Silent Hill game ever. Buck loses control of the car and smashes into a tree (laughs) that is thoroughly decorated with a large painted pumpkin on it, oddly enough. Oh, so the game ends up being Buck must now find his son in the spooky town of Silent Hill filled with spooky fog and spooky Halloween decorations and some of the most horrifying claymation monsters ever created along the way. Buck's going to cross paths with zero the ghost dog, a possibly reformed Oogie Boogie man, (laughs) <laughs> the whimsical unicycle riding clown with the tearaway face, the mayor of Halloween Town, um, but definitely not lock, shock and barrel. They are not good guys. He's definitely not going to team up with them. So I have I
2: have an important question here. Is this yeah, d- does it doesn't involve the clown with the tearaway? It does face? not involve the clown with the. Tear-away oh, OK, face. No. so is this is this the mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas or is this the mayor of Halloween Town from Disney Channel original movie classic?
4: Halloween Town. (laughs) So, very important distinction to make.
2: I asked that
3: same question to myself, but the reality is, so the the actual like town in Nightmare Before Christmas is Halloween Town, which is very like kind of like I didn't fully think about that, but yeah, this is not the mayor of the Disney Channel. Made-for-TV movie Halloween Town. The,
4: the DCOM Halloween Town. but Yeah, not that one. Um, so my question for you, Todd, is Did you were you able to get uh, Danny Elfman to, A, reprise his role as um, Jack Skellington, and, B, write some new songs for your video game horror musical mashup? So Kingdom Hearts already
3: did Nightmare Before Christmas, um, and so I'm just leaving Jack Skellington out of this one. You know he's he's Ooh. not part of this rodeo. Bold no, move. We don't need him. Bold no, choice. We've got we've got a deep roster. The bench is deep. Um, I didn't even bring up the zombie uh, trio of musicians. That sax player—they're vampires.
2: Yeah. Thank you very much. No,
3: there are there is a quartet of vampires and a trio of zombie <laughs> musicians. <laughs> I did
1: the research. Oh man, uh, long time listeners to debate this will note that there is always a murder house or some sort of murder town. <laughs> uh, we try in every episode to incorporate some sort of murder town. Not so on thank on you, purpose, Todd, for
4: but. It just works out that way.
1: I think it's kind of on purpose now. <laughs> I'm giving the listeners what they want. <laughs> All right, Alex.
0: You have any murder towns for us? Uh no, I've got uh I've got goldfish. I've got- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> We've got my murderous attention. goldfish. Uh it's finding Nemo meets the ninja turtles. Okay. Nice. Nemo Nemo is a teenager now, wanting to impress his girlfriend Tabby. <laughs> And by uh, taking her on her dream vacation, she's always wanted to go to New York City, right? Sure. To get uh, get a pair of trip pants there. <laughs> <laughs> the original location that's, in New York that's City. That's where
4: you go for trip pants. Anything yeah. else is just not worth it.
0: Yeah. So having new faith in his son, his dad, uh, Marlon, agrees to send them on their way. And soon after, Marlon tells uh, his turtle friend Crush. You remember Crush from the original Nemo movies? So oh, right? oh, that man. The surfer dude? Yeah.
4: The, yeah, the surfer yeah. dude. The turtle. So turtles.
0: obviously... Crush freaks out because he, all he's heard of New York is that these mutant turtles live there that are, are monsters, and they're out to kill everybody, um, not knowing that the Ninja Turtles are actually the nicest dudes ever. And uh, so Marlin begins his journey to go save him. Meanwhile, in New York, the turtles uh, actually need Nemo to face off with their biggest enemy yet, Plankton the smallest <laughs> smallest villain of all time good good because Nemo's the only one small enough to to battle plankton <laughs> <Good>.
3: <laughs> is is there uh, is there gonna be enemy. a training montage at one point please say yes
0: Oh yes, a hundred, a hundred percent, hundred percent. They set up an obstacle course with pizza slices, and Nemo has to uh, oh. jump over them. He's still oh, a fish, so down though, that. right? Like... He's still he's. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> he should mutate. Holes in your argument on question one, but hey, bud,
1: this he is should... your game. You can be whatever you want it to be.
0: <laughs>
4: he should mutate into something. He's uh, a teenage he mutant get... ninja fish now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets. Oh, hell yeah! He
0: gets uh, oozed into like uh, a starfish. Or or something something <laughs> more memorable. more fish just he's, he's just more of it maybe he gets mutated into a, a zipper <laughs> the zipper of the pants. <laughs> good Whew, all right and they so so uh oh i'm loving this so plankton buys some zipper pants <laughs> oh, no, nemo no. nemo gets mutated into the zipper on the pants <laughs> And uh, a surprise attack uh, zips it too tight and makes Plankton explode. Coming at <laughs> your <laughs> pants first, like a real hero. Step
2: three, profit.
1: Tetsuya
0: Nomura <laughs> would be very proud with all of those zippers. Yeah, there's no more keyblades. There's zippers. <laughs> zippers.
4: Just zippers.
1: Kingdom Hearts 4, just zippers. <laughs> all right, so speaking, of, let's go back to uh, to Kingdom Hearts. So the whole premise behind Kingdom Hearts, is silly as it is, uh, it, it mashes all the different Disney movies together under the premise that this big bad is you know, kind of swallowing up the, the different worlds. Um, so that big bad is called The Heartless because this is a game for children and they can't say anything that's actually dangerous or bad. Anything
4: too scary.
1: <laughs> yeah, it can't be, there can't actually be swords. They're, that's why they're keys. Um, so we need some ridiculous way to explain why all of these different universes are, are now coming together um so what what is your army of evil that's that's taking over and and mistakenly mashing everything together.
2: Uh, let me prep for my best Larry the cable guy impression. Um No. Nope,
1: <laughs> no. No. <nope.
2: laughs> well, that that they're all sparks, a very important piece of space junk. <laughs> Everyone wants some. The Autobots, the Decepticons, the US government, everybody. They're all after the Allspark. Um and after the Allspark began sending its beacon out across the world all of the Autobots and Decepticons on Earth began to converge on Radiator Springs. Unfortunately for everyone involved, that dumpy loser Starscream flew through the restricted airspace over (laughs) Roswell on the way, and he alerted the feds, so now they're here too. Also, the Decepticons are turning cars' cars into bipedal robots because reasons.
1: Why is it always
2: Starscream? It's always Starscream. Always. Even in the comics and like the original cartoon, it's always Starscream.
4: I mean, he's just that that there's that tropey character of like the eternal screw up, and it mm-hmm. it's Starscream. It's it's always Starscream.
2: Right? It's like he he somehow manages to be Zazu from The Lion King and Pinky from Pinky <laughs> and the Brain
4: all at the same time.
2: It's miraculous.
1: <laughs> oh boy. That's a wow, that's a pretty good pull. Yeah,
2: thanks.
4: All right. Uh, Kyle, what's your big bad? So our big bad is um it's the 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 templars again like every every assassin's creed game always uh, the templars we're we're trying to find an ancient templar site uh known almost ominously as the harbor um and the last known location of the map that would help us find the harbor was um rumored to be on the black pearl so um edward kenway i forget the name here Edward Kenway is. Wait, did you
2: just forget the name of your own character? Shh, shh, shh,
4: shh. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Edward Kenway is uh, is trying to locate the Black Pearl, mostly to find this map and possibly have a better ship to uh, travel to the harbor. Um, and in searching for the Black Pearl, he runs into this misfit gang of pirates who want the Black Pearl for its. A uh, fancy immortal treasure, and also to have a great ship, with which to terrorize the seven seas. So they they team up pretty early on in the game. Um, the game's gonna start out in in Tortuga, uh, the the f- place Captain Jack always seems to find himself. And um, as long as as long as our hero d- agrees to not uh, take any of their treasure or interfere in their plans in any way. Uh, He's free to tag along, and um, has the help of of this band of pirates.
1: Um, I now I'm not super familiar with this franchise. I only saw I think I saw the first. I just saw the first movie. How big is Tortuga?
4: Um, it's it's just a port town in I'm gonna not guess where, but somewhere in the Caribbean. Obviously, it's like uh, it's like the Tijuana kind of of. Of its time,
2: Okay. I think it's just like a an isle. Like I don't think it's even a, mm. a land mass. Or I, I'm sure it's a land mass. I don't think it's part of a larger land mass.
3: I mean, Michael Michael Bolton's saying about the Isle of Tortuga. <laughs> he <laughs> so, did. He did indeed. That's did. that's
4: true. Maybe Michael Bolton is the big evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the islands of Haiti.
0: And Michael Bolton is an island of Haiti? Yes. <laughs> oh, <shoot>. Surprisingly. <laughs> oh, that's rad.
1: Um, the reason I asked Kyle is because I'm trying to think of. I don't think this island has a lot of good mini map potentials, and you need to have a map where you can put one million map icons because it's an Assassin's <laughs> Creed game. So where are you going to do all the repetitive missions all over the?
4: Well, there are plenty of there are plenty of other islands in the Caribbean that we can okay. uh, put all the map icons on.
1: Okay, so your your pitch is that the the Caribbean as a whole is our playground, not yes. just.
4: Yes. Uh, okay. it's, this is gonna this is gonna feel a lot like uh, Wind Waker where you're sailing everywhere. Oh man,
0: <laughs> maybe they're shrunk down and uh, it's every palm tree on the island is a... <laughs>
1: You
0: do, a do that weird location. that weird
3: hawk dive from every <laughs> large palm tree.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Todd, who is your uh, your big bad evil evil villain?
3: Well, so when we're talking about what what is kind of bringing these two things together, um uh, the, the, remember the tree they hit? I do, remember? I that do remember the tree. It was hit. just oddly yeah. painted with, with the pumpkin. It was, that's what you right? told me. Yeah. So they hit it. Um, and when they hit that, that was the portal to Halloween Town. And a whole bunch and of Halloween
4: fu- things came flying out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
3: furthermore, when, when Buck Pendleton rolled his 2018 Toyota Tacoma into it, the tree snapped <laughs> in half and exploded the contents of Halloween Town all throughout Silent Hill, Maine. And, um, That's just how this works, so don't get caught in the weeds with it, because I think that's how the physics of Halloween Town would work. They're all pressurized inside the tree trunk
2: as soon as the (laughs) doors... Yep,
3: yep. Um, And so with this, uh, and and the overarching themes here being that the monsters are now figuring out shades of morality while trying to scare humans. It's the one shared common bond. Um, Psychological monsters like Pyramid Head from Silent Hill are becoming normalized and maybe like, you know, running like a 24-hour like diner or something because <laughs> pyramid heads immortal and wouldn't ever need to sleep. Oh, and his
1: head would get, would bash into
4: everything. and would like knock plates. It would, the knock, floor. He would knock over all the spices.
3: Okay. There's a lot of ceiling room in his, his, you know, it's his first, it's the first venture into being a business owner. Let's be nice to him. Um, and so they're, they're seeing that they don't have to be mindless killers while other formerly harmless denizens of Halloween town are now breaking bad Evil is a spectrum in this world, and the lines are great here in a world where you receive item upgrades from a clown on a unicycle with a high pitched voice. And <laughs> at the core of all of this is the fate of Bo Pendleton. And that is what is going on.
1: Um, what are the chances that Buck Pendleton is not a porn star name?
2: <laughs> oh, zero. Absolute zero.
1: Because it super is, right?
3: My Google search history definitely says, like, dirty texas oil baron names and like (laughs) pendleton came up as one of them and i was like buck buck sounds good like that sounds great i needed like a good like southern cowboy what are you
0: what are you looking these names up
3: for (laughs) i
4: you know alex you don't come to a man's podcast and start asking questions (laughs) Um, so, my question is similar to Andrew's. What, is, what are the odds Buck Pendleton has a big, bushy handlebar mustache?
3: <laughs> you know, I, I think it's fair. And, and aviators. Yeah, he and he, when he got out of his car, it's already foggy, and he pulled off the aviators and then put them back on <laughs> yep. anyway. All right,
4: I'm glad we're this on the same
3: page. This movie
1: adaptation gauge. is directed by Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> you
4: How many parts does Danny Trejo play?
3: Oh, um, well, which... Maybe he can play all uh, four of the Vampire Quartet. Would be I want Danny Trejo be
2: as the waitress in uh, the diner <laughs> run the by Pyramid, pyramid Head's head. diner. Yeah, it's the Pyramid <laughs> Head
1: waiter. All right, Alex, who is your big bad that's uh, uniting the
0: Finding Nemo universe and the Turtles universe? So um, as uh, I had something, but I, I'm changing it on the spot here. So as, uh, <laughs> they, they attempted to take down Plankton. Um, with with the trippy pants did with not zipper work. Technology, for the <laughs> <pant>. <laughs> yeah. Plankton, but the thing is, Plankton saw it coming, and he's weaponized an army of sentient yoga pants, which <laughs> uh, he's unleashing on the world. Um, that when placed on a normal human, they become robotic zombies that uh, bend to every whim of Plankton. I, wow. I saw so, that episode yeah. of
4: Jimmy Neutron. That was I knew this was <laughs> a thing. I knew it.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say you just you just described Soul Cycle, which is a very <laughs> popular <laughs> spinning studio
0: <laughs> in California. Um, that's uh, yeah, that's that's his I- ideal that the whole world becomes a giant Soul Cycle <laughs>
4: class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Hooks, hooks generators up to the bike, powers his uh, big yeah. wep- Doomsday weapon. I, I I see where you're going with this. Hmm. Yep, exactly.
1: Okay. Well, that, that is a very, very scary reality. I agree. Um, speaking of, of nightmarish views, uh, nightmarish realities, when I played the original Kingdom Hearts, the absolute greatest point is when right at the end of the game, you're at the last like hidden Hercules tournament, and <clears throat> you get the mystery boss, and you're like, oh, man, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And you hear... And then comes down Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII, and he's got the eight foot long katana, and he's got the one angel wing for whatever reason, and he looks so cool, and he's got so many zippers, so many <laughs> zippers. Nothing got my thirteen year old brain more just ready to fucking go than, than seeing all those Sephiroth. zippers, <laughs> <laughs> and all those zippers, and seeing Seth- Sephiroth in, in full 3D because we had, we had never seen this before. Um, and then hearing, hearing One-Winged Angel playing in the background is so great. We need to generate that kind of just just pure kid excitement for this game. That's what's really going to get butts in seats. It's gonna, what's going to sell, sell copies day one. So to wrap this all up, tell me who your super awesome secret boss is that you're pulling in. Matt, go ahead.
2: Well, we've reached the launch site, the secret interstellar cannon atop Devil's Tower. As the sentient vehicles load the AllSpark into the cannon, they hear an enormous noise as a shadow blocks the sun. They turn to see none other than Giltar, who is the bizarre amalgamation of Optimus Prime and Megatron, which is actually real. I looked. It's real. (laughs) But more importantly,
4: is it more sad sad that I didn't question at all that that was real and just accepted that 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 happened because... I believed it. Yeah, you could be lying oh, yeah. to my face, and it it sounds exactly like the kind of uh, BS they'd pull out of the '90s. That is such a bad
2: name. It is. It's a terrible name. It's awful. But let me tell you, Giltar is not what matters here because Giltar is piloted Gundam style by none other than actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Wait, wait, wait. Okay, <laughs> I have so many questions. Bring it on.
2: <laughs> Bring it to me. I I'm don't, ready. Actually,
0: you just brought Shia LaBeouf back to life. I want. Yeah. <laughs> before before
4: we get saddled with a slander suit,
1: what's the define actual cannibal
4: oh andrew hasn't seen the the video come on grandpa get with the times now andrew's the the grandpa
2: how have you all right well that's we're gonna pause the podcast so you can catch up on that meme (laughs) all right that's like four or five years old
1: we'll put actual cannibal shia labeouf in the show notes because i'm sure no one else has seen it no
4: it's a thing no dude by the way somewhere somewhere deep in his crypt Shia LaBeouf's eyes just bolted open. <laughs> and we've said and his name. He's three been times. awakened. He's on his way.
0: I think if you asked most people, like what they know Shia LaBeouf for, they they would before anything they would say Cannibal. At this point, yeah. Wow.
2: <laughs> All right. I think it's holes, Transformers, and the actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf video.
3: See, I would have put, I would have put the the video where he just yells "Do it!" and keeps flexing <laughs> yeah. at the screen. That's pretty high on my list.
4: Yeah, like I would think that before at least. I, I feel the need to point out or to say that when when I first read your answers in the show notes, it took me longer than I care to admit to remember why Shia LaBeouf is relevant to the Transformers and or cars. And then I remembered he was in three of the movies. So
2: that happened. There are plenty of things to forget from the first Transformers movie. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, that awful Linkin Park song, lots of things.
1: Oh that Linkin Park song. Just cross the new divide that, baby. That, that brings cool. me back. Um Giltar, Giltar is very bad. Matt, that's it's very very bad.
2: Yeah, yep, Giltar's terrible. Good good cool, um,
1: Bad. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle do Kyle do a do a better. Please do a better.
4: Um so I I didn't go with a a big final boss. I went more with a cool like make your 13-year-old heart just like pound through your chest moment. The end of the game, like the very the build up to the very last fight is um, once you, you know, jump off all the palm trees and and find all the pieces of the map and interpret all of Johnny Depp's garbled monologues, um, you will be rewarded by seeing your character as Captain of the Black Pearl, uh, the fastest ship in the West Indies name of Andrew's ska band in college. <laughs>
1: um, no, my ska band's name was Morgan in a blender. Get it right.
4: <laughs> um, uh, you'll, you know, you'll spend the entire game like, um, upgrading your, your ship and, and getting it fine tuned with, to the best of your abilities, uh, with all the micro transactions you can, af- you can afford, um, <laughs> to be rewarded with the, uh, the maxed stats, uh, Oh God, Black Pearl f- had a real blank there for a second. Um you'll you'll get to pilot the Black Pearl and just like literally run circles around every other ship in the game.
1: Now that's interesting and, and I want to stop you right there because you said microtransactions and that's basically all I heard. So now you've got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we should just we should just move this conversation. And just figure out how we're gonna make more microtransactions. I don't really care what they are.
4: Oh, it's it's loot boxes for for ship upgrades, and that's it. They're all they're all cosmetic, and it's to add zippers. It's on the
1: <laughs> zippers. Zipper DLC.
5: Your
3: flag will look like the side of a drinko jeans pocket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you you really you really played to my hand, Kyle. So I'll have to think about this one. I don't really remember much about what you said, but I like the last bit there about making
4: more money. Good. That's, that's what, I, what I'm here for, too.
1: <laughs> uh, Todd, other than Pyramid Head, who's our, uh, who's our big, scary supervillain?
3: Well, so, well, first off, to go back, Pyramid Head... Is just trying to run his his regional Denny's out of Silent Hill, Maine. So you need to get <laughs> off his
2: ass. Yeah, he Pyramid Head and Machete, didn't you know?
1: <laughs> god, I would see that movie in a heartbeat.
2: <laughs> the buddy cop comedy, Pyramid Head oh, and Machete. Oh my god. Just like them, like,
1: you could look their backs to each other, but, like, Pyramid Head is just, like, gonk. <laughs> well,
3: I don't think Pyramid Head... Does he talk? I don't think Pyramid Head talks. No, he just kind of groans. It's, it's like yeah. a Jay
2: and Silent Bob buddy comedy. <laughs> but not at all. Um,
3: well, so so since the the official big bad was whoever, um, you know, kidnapped your son, Bo, you'll soon learn to accept that, that Lock, Shock, and Barrel likely were the ones that kidnap him. Um, And the entirety of this game features an uneasy alliance with Oogie Boogie Man as he provides cryptic guidance in finding your son, who again appears to have been kidnapped by his former minions and their sentient bathtub. However, the final act turns sharply when you find that the game's unicycle riding shopkeeper ally, the clown with the tearaway face, is behind the kidnapping of your son and has played you so hard the entire time. The final battle features exploding autonomous eudacycles as you and the rich baritone-voiced Oogie Boogie try to stop demon children from turning Bo into some weird claymation child monster who, to be fair, if it's going to go along with Lock, Shock, and Barrel, he's going to have some cool American gladiator name like Nitro.
2: (laughs) Wait, I have an important question. And that important question is, um, is Kidnap the Sandy Claws still in this game? Like, that song, is it included? Um, Because if it's not, you lose. No, I think that's DLC. Um, so the. <laughs> okay, the important- now
1: you're talking. I don't the know whole, about
4: The whole DLC is Christmas themed.
3: Well, you gotta buy the season <laughs> pass. So this is gonna be there like is. a late summer release, and then they're gonna do the first DLC like mid November. Um, so that gives people plenty of time to beat the vanilla game just in time to be like, man, remember what made the old Nightmare Before Christmas good? And then they drop Sandy Claws. And then you're like, oh mm-hmm. shit. All the nostalgia is making me just fork over all this internet
4: money. I'm really just imagining you, Todd, watching Nightmare Before Christmas on repeat to get all these references down, Pat, and Shannon is, like, packing her bags and, like, headed to her (laughs) sister's house. Like, she can't take it anymore.
3: Listen, I, like, I loved the shit out of this movie when I was younger, and I had... I admittedly did some Googling to see, like, what were some of the B-list characters, and as soon as I found clown with the tearaway face all i remember <laughs> is like from the intro song goes i am the clown with the tearaway face and then i don't think he ever does anything ever again
4: nope. and i'm like that's pretty good i think he moves some exposition along but that's about it yeah
1: mm-hmm. wow okay one thing i <clears throat> i kind of got stuck on this before do you, do you think do you all think in this game would be the clown with the tearaway pants Absolutely. Can,
3: can yeah. Alex talk about his part now? Because I want to ignore what you said. Hey, I'm the moderator
1: here.
0: Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, give me my sweet, sweet underwater Sephiroth. Uh, uh, you guys have inspired me. I think the ultimate villain that is going to uh, really surprise everyone is a, a sober Johnny Depp, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it is a true surprise. <laughs> 100%. Sober, never had a whoa, drink whoa. in his life Johnny But I don't Depp. think we have that kind of budget <laughs> Listen,
3: wait, real, real quick, Alex Does he still have half an arm full of bracelets? And like nine scarves uh, on Yeah, he or does Or is it like yep. one reasonable watch? Like a, like a movement watch? Oh,
0: no, yeah, no, he's an upright uh, Respectable gentleman at this point um, he, A guy that you want to be uh... He's He's got like one Like a movement watch
3: and on the other wrist He's got like a Fitbit like, yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs>
0: Exactly. And uh, reading glasses. He's got reading glasses and a sweater vest, uh, which which somehow is still fluffy underwater. He just came from picking up his prescription. And uh, what they find out is that he is uh, dairy intolerant. And so the way they defeat him is by shoving their, their pizza down his throat. The Ninja Turtle Pizza. Boy. <laughs> all right. It's, it's quite the
3: final battle, guys. Yeah. Well, you,
1: you hit all the notes except for I'm I'm not sure how we monetize this, but we can probably figure uh, the it out. The, to- the, the toppings
0: goes. on the pizza. Everyone gets to um pick what you know, you have to pay extra for the toppings on your pizza. <laughs> no free
4: is. toppings in this in this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the bracelets
0: on his arm, you pay for the, the extra
1: little <laughs> <bracelet. laughs> paper bracelet. Okay. okay. <laughs> Pay hey, for a break. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. We're going to do our super secret bonus question to close out the, the discussion here. Now, this one, this one, boys, is a doozy. Now, everyone knows Simple and Clean. Everyone knows Simple and Clean. Even Matt. I know, Matt, you know Simple and Clean. What are you talking about, huh? I don't and, know yeah. what. Um, simple and Clean is a banger. Uh, it, it's just that J pop goodness, uh, thanks to uh, Ms. Hutada Hikaru.
2: Wait no, um, I'm 100% serious. Like, am I supposed to know what this is? You've lost everyone who is. I'm pretty you. sure it's, it's a
1: song
4: it's, in Kingdom Hearts. That's yeah, my it's, guess. Yeah, it's
1: the it's the song "When You Walk Away."
2: And, da, da,
1: da. and all of how our fans, no one knows the name of no. that
2: song. You no. How, how the hell? How the hell are you gonna come at me for actual cannibal <laughs> Shia Labeouf? And you're gonna drop <laughs> some like B-grade Kingdom Hearts music, like we're all supposed to know what the hell it is.
1: Simple and clean is oh, okay. the way that you make it. No, this feel. sounds like an
2: advertisement for a cleaner. Like this sounds. I like can't a,
1: believe you guys don't know that song. Well, it's the problem so is that it's, it's
2: Andrew's ringtone,
3: and we're never around him when he has his phone off silent.
4: I need to point out, uh, this is. Um, so everyone got their, like, Spotify lists back this past week, and Andrew won the award for, like, <laughs> listening to no mainstream music. Most anime bullshit. Because he only listens to anime soundtracks and video game remixes.
3: His year of 18, 2018 interview says, you've listened to Simple and Clean
2: 30,000
1: times. It wasn't <laughs> that sending much. sending people to
2: your house to check it was on a, you. It was a non-zero amount. So am I just am I just to assume that this is, like, this is the escape the city of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, that's good. Good. Got it's, it. Yeah. Sorry, escape you had to put this in terms. It's of Crush Sonic, Forty. But now I understand. <laughs> sure.
1: Sure. It's Crush Forty. All right. It's a. It's a. It's a J-pop banger. It's. It's the. It's the soundtrack behind the trailer. It's the song that plays. The explosive song that plays in the end credits. It's the thing that that gets everybody on board. When you hear that song, you think of Kingdom Hearts, right? Um, when you think of escape from the city, you think of Sonic Adventure two and and glitchy games. So. Um what pop star are you going to bring in at an absolute premium cost to record the hit song that's going to play in our final credits?
2: Well, I see I'm I'm stuck here, you know, because we've got we've got Transformers which obviously there can be no answer but metal and then we've got Larry the Cable Guy in cars which begs for country. But lucky enough, I think that Five Finger Death Punch can probably pull off <laughs> a pretty decent John Denver cover for me. Oh. Also, second option if Ivan Moody says no, we're going to go a Spider Bait, famous for their Black Ooh, Betty cover. Yeah. And oh, that's such a good very cover. Very amazing version of Ghost Riders in the Sky they did for the original Ghost Riders movie, um, which arguably is the best part
4: of that movie, but I'm not here to make that debate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've all been there. Okay. All right. Uh, Kyle.
4: I mean, I've got, I've got no other option. It's it's the, the pop star of the film scoring world. Uh, we're bringing back Hans Zimmer for that <laughs> classic Pirates. And you're going to have to wait the whole game to hear it until you get the Black Pearl. <laughs> just to make what getting the Black Pearl that much cooler.
1: Some would call him the Taylor Swift of driving bass lines. Yes.
4: <laughs> Some would. Maybe not me, maybe, maybe just me that one time.
3: <laughs> so, so I wanted to pick someone who's not really doing a lot nowadays. Um, and so follow me here. The person who's going to sing the theme song to mine, whether it's just the trailer or the whole thing is going to be Mariah Carey. And I'm going to tell you why though. I, I know
1: why I have a feeling. I know why
3: I don't know why Mariah Carey's is going to do to a Halloween song. What she did to Christmas songs. Yeah, Mariah is. Carey is, I would argue, one of the only persons to create an OG Christmas song that is a hit. That is a banger in the past <laughs> two decades. And you know what? She hasn't been doing shit since she came up with that song. And now she's got all this time and money. If they're like, Mariah Carey, do that to Halloween. She'd be like, all right. And that's what you're going to get.
4: There is a, non, there is a non-zero okay. portion of our audience that is going to fight you to the death on your... Claims about Mariah Carey not doing anything for two okay. decades. Well, put but... that
3: aside. But I still say she's going to do to Halloween what all I want for Christmas is you did to Christmas. And it's, it's still doing
1: be, to Christmas. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. She makes like five cents every time that song hits the radio and she's yeah. just rolling in them nickels. You just
2: better okay. hope that she doesn't do to Halloween what she did to New Year's Eve two years ago.
3: Oh, did she? Oh did, was it bad? I'm guessing it's bad. bad. By the way, it was you said real that. bad. She just she just stopped. It was bad. You know what? It doesn't matter. She still got paid, and she's still making them
0: residuals. She's
1: getting them butts in them seats, baby. That's all it that counts. Yeah. All right, Alex, who's your pop star?
0: Uh, well, Ninja Turtles, I, I think their heyday was the 80s. So <laughs> I'm going to go uh, not, not so much. I think people are going to be impressed with the song that Sylvester Stallone
1: sings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 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 Um, it's just going gonna, gonna to really, be good Pretty big left turn there But I'm yeah. intrigued
3: <laughs> They're going to be And then you made a Mad Lib You're like w- They're going to be something With this song Impressed We'll say impressed
4: It's its Sylvester Stallone Backed up by uh, Bruce Willis's blues band <laughs> Oh yeah I think that's who writes your song
3: See I thought you were going A very different way um, Talking about the OG Turtles And gonna go like The Vanilla Ice route where he did like the, the goat ninja know, go I ninja. Saw, go. I
0: saw him in a, a concert about two years ago and it was actually On purpose? No, I was I was at like a I was at a fair and I was walking around, and I was like, Oh, that's vanilla ice over there. And uh, <laughs> holy
3: cow. Next next to the corn dog stand and the
0: funnel cakes. There he is. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even booked. He was just like there's people here. <laughs>
4: He found an empty stage and just did what yeah, he does. Yeah, he stood
0: up on a picnic table and started screaming.
4: <laughs> Once the Tri County like teen fashion show
3: ended, he got his five minutes.
0: It was actually really good. I was really surprised. Wow, wow good on him.
5: Yeah. All
1: right. yeah. Well, any Villanelle Ice fans out there will be gladly,
4: brightly glad, impressed. Glad to hear. Yeah, glad to not hear. Not as it.
0: good. Not as good as Sylvester Stallone in my my. <laughs> sure. Yeah. sure, sure. Very important distinction. All right, so I'm going to uh,
1: <clears throat> I'm going I'm going to think about this uh, as I consider how we do these microtransactions. So, one last thing I want to ask you, give me your closing statements, summarize these arguments, tell me why your pitch is the one that we need to go with and how it's going to make us them sweet sweet months.
2: All right, here we go. See, here here's what I like to call the long con, Andrew. This is how we make the money. This Kay. is this is it. This is it right here. See, the Transformers, they were a Marvel property in the 80s. But they currently fall under the Universal license umbrella, which means there is a Transformers ride and a whole section of Transformers at Universal Studios Florida. Um, I like
1: where you're going with this.
2: It's 2018 and the world needs a little unity, baby. If Disney and Universal combine into one game, they may not only create world peace, but they will also forge a new theme park ticket, one which allows you to enter both Disney World and Universal Studios Florida with one ticket for the low, low price of $3,000 per. Yay, capitalism. You say that Avengers 4 is the most daring crossover of all time? I say nay.
4: (laughs) Cars and Transformers, Universal and Disney, (laughs) step three profit. Matt wants to bring us one step closer to that. That glorious Disney monopoly over all media. That picture that is not so ironic anymore of
3: Mickey (laughs) with the Infinity Gauntlet and all the gems are the the properties they're collecting. It's a
4: little too real now.
1: Um, I like your idea that these two franchises, Cars and Transformers, are the cornerstones of these media (laughs) empires. With them, all of the other houses will fall like like a house of cards.
2: Truly. I mean, there is no other device that you can use for product placement quite the way that you could use NASCAR. Uh, and so if we take Disney's version of NASCAR, we take Universal Studios, and then we product placement the shit out of that, we're going to make so much money.
4: Oh, I mean, the, the Michael Bay Transformer movies were just two-hour-long car commercials, so you're you're good there, too.
2: It's true. I didn't want a Camaro, but then I did. <laughs> okay.
4: Good. All right, Kyle. Um. So, Andrew, if there's, there's three things I know sell, like hotcakes which apparently hotcakes are the the metric by which we measure how things sell um (laughs) it is open world games pirates and disney um so we're gonna get all that chocolate into all that peanut butter and just make the next best like high fantasy adventure franchise um we're talking the next skyrim the next uh fall fallout i need to think of something that's not a bethesda property for this third one Um, but uh pirates finding cool magical treasure and doing cool magical things on the high seas is always a winning formula and we are going to we're gonna pack this game to the gills with microtransactions and cash out all right i see them dollar signs todd what about you so this matchup just makes
3: sense I mean, you think about it, you're taking the one thing that scared the poop out of you when you were eight, along with the other thing that also scared the poop out of you when you were eight. So furthermore, <laughs> um, to get another layer into this, the nightmares contained in the Silent Hill series are always tied to the psyche of the main character characters. What comes to light in this in this triple A title is that Buck never had a strong relationship with Bo and that the demons that come to light are all symbolistic of their faltering relationship. His son's desire to get away from his father by living with his mother. Buck's lack of attention to his son because he spends too much time greenlighting construction projects that are destroying our <laughs> luscious forests, and how only when things are most dire does Buck realize that he has utterly failed as a wait, father.
1: Wait, I need to stop. Need nope, to gotta stop.
3: keep going. You, Not done.
1: You're, no, no, this is turning into a Hallmark movie. This is the wrong direction. Let me, let me finish. If you, got, no, if I'm you, go. if I hear and he learns about the spirit of Christmas, that's it. I'm cutting you off.
3: No, no, what I do have for you is faltering relationships, broken families, and the sultry voice of Oogie Boogie. You all collide in this AAA game coming to you in winter 2020.
5: Mm.
3: Now you know I, the full
1: game. You, you got I, the third act turn. I don't like what you said, but I don't like the things that you said, but I respect the way that you said that.
3: Wait, wait. Did you not like the sultry voice of the Oogie Boogie man?
1: I do like that.
3: It's rich and baritone.
4: Okay. And he's not trying to kill you in this one. Let's, let's save Todd and move on. Okay. Let's help Todd out and move on.
1: All right. Um, uh, let me, let me, let me marinate on that. Uh, Alex, summarize your statements for us.
0: So what, what, what am I trying to answer here? <laughs> uh, well, you're, you're trying, you're trying
4: one more time really, to convince really Andrew. Really? you just
1: really, you could probably just like,
0: just not turn me off and I'd probably be sold on your pitch right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the question, the question is why, sh- why should mine win over all other pitches? Yeah, yes. yeah why,
1: why am I going to pick you?
0: Okay, well, um, I want to say that I gave this answer more thought than all others, uh, and my answer is that I, I don't think I should win.
4: She's <laughs> <laughs> going, going the humble brag route. Yeah. I like it.
0: Uh, yes, he, he fits uh, right wanted- in. I want to see Drunk Johnny Depp make some things happen. That and I got so sober Johnny Depp that no one wants to see that.
3: What What Alex is trying to say is that he he tries too hard. He yeah. he loves too much.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, maybe we can uh, we can we can work your 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 magic out as a uh, DLC episode. Sure.
0: Sure. We can do like I an like episodic
1: that. thing. All right. Um, so the last thing we do here before we go to the decision is we just go around and share some good vibes. What'd you like about everyone else's arguments? What made you laugh? Um, why do you love simple and clean so much? You know, whatever you <laughs> want to talk about um, in the meantime, I'm going to crunch the numbers and uh, come to a decision, figure out what's going to make us the most net revenue uh, as our, 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 clone kingdom hearts game.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give some good vibes. Uh, Kyle, I really like your idea. I like pirates, and I like uh, putting assassins with pirates. That sounds like a good time to me. I didn't play Black Flag. However, uh, Henry Rollins is one of my favorite people, and I like Black Flag as a musical group, so I assumed that the game was good.
4: There it's it probably is. the same thing. That, that was the musical tie-in I should have gone for.
2: Um, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that you didn't, and in that way, I'm a little disappointed, but these are the good vibes. So, um, Todd, also, you, you took two of my favorite things and put them together and somehow made me hate it, but you know what if it's a good idea (laughs) um i don't know the i'm really caught up on the diner run by pyramid head and machete and of all the things we've talked about today that's the thing i want the most um with the exception though of alex's little like it's it's like a west side story it's like the the jets and the sharks east coast versus west coast but instead of like biggie and tupac it's The stoner turtle of Crush and the stoner turtle of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) And it's like an East Coast, West West Coast stoner turtle battle thing. And I'm into that. Um, uh, The more ridiculous it gets, the better it gets. And I love it. And uh, Sober Johnny Depp is an interesting concept. It's like what he would have become if Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas didn't happen. Um, which would probably be careerless, but he would probably be be not an actor. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think the thing that made me laugh most was the idea of uh, a Mater transforming into Larry the Cable
4: Guy. (laughs) That's that's just some solid imagery. Yeah, I want to see it on the big screen now.
0: Yeah, I think Pixar's listening to this, and they're like rewriting Cars right now. They're rewriting Cars Seven. Cars Seven,
4: the Matering. (laughs) um yeah matt i really liked i really liked the embodiment of larry the cable guy as a transformer um i think i think the car cars and transformers as a mashup is a a, it's a very good uh chocolate and peanut butter combination again um todd again i just i want to i want to a whole i want a whole like bottle episode that is just pyramid head and danny (laughs) trejo um like figuring out how to run a diner in this bleak deserted like like upper upper eastern uh town that is also haunted by the embodiments of halloween and our psychological nightmares and alex um ninja turtles are a nickelodeon property now so you got a nice like nickelodeon disney mas- mashup that just makes my my 8-year-old heart sore and <laughs> And that's the game I really want is like Nickelodeon versus Disney. Um, the the adventure game. I think that's what we need to what we need to take away from from what you brought today.
3: Well, and when when I looked at these things, I man, Cars and Transformers is a really good grand slam. And not just because it makes sense, but for for two other reasons, I think one both of the people that financially back those properties would say yes, shake hands, and then start counting the money before it rolls in. Oh, and the merchandise. I- <laughs> the oh, yeah. Merchandise. Oh and then, then two, again, to bring up the, the, the Mary, uh, or the, sorry, the Mater, Larry the Cable Guy as a Transformer. I've now been reimagining all the previews of the Bumblebee movie, but Larry the Cable Guy as Mater. Like, <laughs> Mater. Mater is the last hope. Mater is the only person that can stop the Decepticons. Mater is the one. Like I've, I've in my head, I'm just rolling through that, and I'm like, no, this is the movie that I would actually go see. Um, yeah, Assassin's Creed and and you know Pirates of the Caribbean again. Like who who wouldn't want to see that happen? I, I I think Black Flag was probably a pretty good game. I didn't play it but you've got all the pieces of the puzzle that like make this work well. Um, and plus as soon as the internet would get uh wind of the fact that you get to become the captain of the black pearl, like people would go out and buy it and they'd be oh, all yeah. like super, super into that. Um, and the thought of it being open world and like all the pirate battles, that's kind of the things that have, that have, that drew me to play sea of thieves. And so you're just taking the good stuff of sea of thieves and adding like even better properties to it. Um, and and Alex, your uh, zipper pants fever dream
5: uh, really really gave me
3: gave me a lot to to think about. Um, I love the concept of kind of some of the things that Matt had said. I want Crush to also become a Ninja Turtle. But he's yeah. just way too busy, like, getting baked and eating all the pizza um, and, like, freaking out that he has fingers now. Like, that is what he does for a whole ten minutes, just, like, just, like talking about all the stuff he can do now with, the oppos- like a, like, with opposable thumbs. And so, yeah, um, yeah that was a, the,
4: the scene I'm The scene I'm seeing is Crush and Michelangelo, like, eating a pizza together while all this, like, mayhem goes on in the background behind them. <laughs> I think that's
1: right. All right. Um, thanks, everyone. So I'm back. I'm going uh, to give out my final decision now. Um, y'all brought a lot to the table. A lot of things to the table. A lot of zippers
4: definitely are at this table.
1: <laughs> a lot more zippers than I thought I'd be seeing today, but that's, that's okay. Not,
4: not no zippers, but, yeah. <laughs> but a lot more than we well, you had. Always, you always budget for a few zippers. I,
1: I, I knew I would be seeing a few, but this was definitely uh, much more than I thought. Um, So let's start with Kyle. Uh, Kyle, Assassin's Crad. uh, Jesus. (laughs) Assassin's Crad? (laughs) Assassin's Assassin's Chad. Uh, He's a a chill bro. Um, Assassin's Creed slash uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is a very interesting concept. I like it in theory, but I think it might be a little too high concept. It sounds like a lot of dev work, and it's just not something I'm willing to finance right now. I'm I'm sorry to say. We might... (laughs) We uh we might need to we may don't want to have another Bethesda situation on our hands. <sighs> Boy. I'll
4: take it. I'll take it to Red and see what they say.
1: Uh, Todd, you you know you had me. You had me until was the it very at end the diner? It was the
4: diner
3: that did it for you? No, the
1: the diner's what basically sealed the deal. You had me until you basically uh, revealed that you're just remaking Michael Keaton's Jack Frost. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, no,
3: oh, no, no joke. If you if you look at the if you look at the overall plot of like the original Silent Hill and you take those pieces out of Jack Frost or it's, like, it's
1: not, un- it's unsimilar. It, to I basically
3: yes. gave you the original, like Silent Hill game with Halloween, like forced into it and you didn't <laughs> ask for it.
1: Well, I'm I'm still not asking for it. Uh, so that, that leaves us with Alex and Matt. Now, Alex, you didn't win, but, <laughs> I, like, <laughs> but I like a lot of the things that you brought to the, from the table. So I'm going to steal some of these ideas um, specifically, I want to do this Ninja Turtles DLC. I think that's really important to uh, broaden the universe of our core game here. And I think uh, getting, in, getting in that maybe as a post-credits sober Johnny Depp, like picking up his kids or something,
0: <laughs>
1: kind like that. I think we can definitely do that. Paying his rent on that. time. I'm just, I'm
0: just happy to be included in the final product. That's...
1: Oh, well. Much appreci- your contribution is much appreciated. Uh, we'll, we'll, you'll, your check's in the mail. Right. um So that leaves us with Matt.
2: Yeah, Larry the Transformer guy for the win. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Jesus.
1: You, you made a Transformers today. Yeah, you just, you, just, you just made Transformers. I'm so happy. Like, like we can just take this and run with it. I
2: know. Probably better. i in a sense min max Transformers because the only way to improve <laughs> it is with Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> you you
1: you, you bump the intelligence down to zero and you bump the charisma up to thirty. Hell yeah, I did. Um, and you don't know what the what that means. Uh. What I, here, here are the things that I really, really connect with. Um, one, big business and acquisitions. Um, oh. <laughs> I also like the monopoly aspect, where we can just, just kind of get all these different franchises under one safe haven umbrella. Um, and, and at the end of the day, everyone knows that big budget franchises don't really make money in the U.S., they make money overseas. And uh, who better to really just make money for us overseas than Larry the Cable Guy... <laughs> As a, as a giant fighting robot.
2: I cannot think of a better ambassador. You know, honestly, if you were to put Larry Cable Guy on the shorelines during Pacific, w- Pacific Rim, I think the United States wins.
1: <laughs> Indeed. Indeed it does. All right. Well, on that very sobering note, um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening to Debate This. Uh, you can follow along with the arguments on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at debate cast. Check out our website at DebateThisCast.com. If you like what you hear, please, please tr- uh, consider leaving us a review. Um, so more people can hear uh, all of these dumb, dumb arguments. And Alex, why don't you tell us, uh, tell everybody where they can
2: hear you?
0: Uh, YouTube.com/slash. It's Alex Clark. All right, awesome. Uh, well, until
2: next time, I'm Andrew Henderson. I'm Matt, Larry, the Transformers guy, Cole.
4: I'm Kyle, Shadow Clone Jutsu Harper. <laughs> I'm Todd,
0: Notice Me, Senpai, Thomas. I'm Alex, who's currently on tour. It's alexbark.com.
1: <laughs> yeah. Good pitch. Well done. Nice. That was like the, I, it's a baby eats a boy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us by the swing set, nerds. <laughs>